from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. One, two, say that it reminds me of like oh yeah like the three two one wait yeah is that right or is that another show it's three two one actually i just count it. i don't even know if that's what it is <laughs> i feel bad because the iCarly reboot had so much potential because like it's one of the only reboots like sex and city that kept the like, same cast just added new people but number one freddie looks like a man child and it's very scary um two they made Carly the exact... I haven't even seen it. It's from the trailer. Carly was the exact same. She just, like, cursed every once in a while that, like, felt weird to watch. And they didn't have the funniest two characters on, which was Sam, obviously, and TiVo. Yeah. So, like, you were missing what people wanted. Why is there always know? a Samantha missing in every single reboot? There's always, like, the Sam missing. I know. That's true. That makes no sense. Um, My boyfriend watched the iCarly reboot. And he liked it, but he said it felt really weird. Like, he said all of the more adult themes and, like, the cursing and stuff, he said it felt really forced. Like, they were kind of, like, forced to say it, and they weren't, they didn't even have to in that scenario. Um, I didn't watch it. 
I but I did see the trailer and I was like Miranda whatever her name is literally has not aged like why has she not aged it's freaky I want to know her face cream give me her face cream give me her Botox I want she also literally fell off the side like the what's her name is it Miranda something Miranda Cosgrove oh my god do you hear that of course now I say it stops someone's fire smoke alarm thing has been going no, off. no 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 was it the service elevator i did hear it yes and i was it's going off for literally 30 minutes i was like Shh, please well i don't know what's going on it went off it was still doing that when i left and then i came back an hour and a half later and it's still doing it all right so we're starting off this episode with some insane news of the century like biggest shit that's ever happened to this dynamic literally ever and that is drum roll Sydney got into Columbia Law School, and she just found out yesterday. And we're yeah, and we're literally so (laughs) excited. I've been freaking out. You know, it's been a really emotional two days, and I just can't even like imagine what must be going through your brain right now. It's so funny because Sarah's having more of a normal reaction than I did. Like Sarah called me crying, and like for the first like five minutes, I just stared at my computer because I was like are these the right words or am I imagining these words on the paper and convincing myself that they're real and for a solid five minutes I was like that could definitely be the case like that has to be some kind of like medical medical thing and then Sarah started crying and then I was like oh my gosh I should be crying (laughs) and then when I got off the phone with Sarah I just sat there and listened to my computer again and realized that like I didn't make it up and I started sobbing so cute and um sydney posted a tiktok if you don't follow her uh what's your username on tiktok um sydney winter uh so she posted a tiktok and go follow her on her account it's so funny like she's literally the funniest person but she just posted a video her last video was uh her reaction to getting into columbia was that your genuine reaction like did you actually film the moment yes but i cut out the part of me crying because i don't think you guys understand like some people are kind of cute when they cry. I, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. I, like, look scary when I cry. It's but you not, could even tell, like, the kind of uh, glass that fell over your eyes when you first read the first, like, when you first read that opening sentence that said, congratulations. Like, you can tell you were just, yeah. like, like, you looked at it, and then you were like, <gasps> and then the video cut. So you're leaving us in such a suspense. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't read the rest of the letter. I just saw congratulations, and I was like, hey. But yeah, it's 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 been a nice. It's sad though because I was with my family until the day before I got the letter, and like we were waiting every day to see if I would get it so that we could like celebrate as a family. And then of course the day I get back to New York and I'm by myself, I get the. I want to share the moment with someone, you know. But it, it's whatever. Sydney also today got you know to celebrate. She went and got her booster shot because <laughs> all bad bitches get their booster shots. So tell us how that went. Well, number one. She was like, well, we have to make some more. Uh, what are you making? I thought they came prepared. I was like, girl, you cooking up like a a Lunchables back there to put in my arm. <laughs> I am, I'm obviously pro-vax. Everyone should go get boosted right now. Or vax if you're not, because you guys know Sarah and I had COVID, and it would have been so much worse if we weren't vaccinated. And it's a way to protect your family and loved ones who are vaxxed. Anyway... She's like, I didn't go make some more. At first, I was like, girl, what you cooking in the back that you just have some, like, materials there, number one. Number two, I am working out as part of my resolution. I've actually stuck with it every day, but um, today, because of my vaccine. But my arms were already super sore because I worked my arms out for the first time Ooh. since, I think, 
I was born. <laughs> so my arms just like extra sore right now. But besides that, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling I'm feeling extra protected. So since you started working out, are you like noticing a change in your energy level? Like are you starting to see some progress like internally or I mean I don't have abs yet and that's kind of like what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Apparently I have to wait like a while to see that, which I did sign up for. But um yeah, I haven't been napping, which is so unlike I nap like twice a day usually. But also that could be because I'm drinking one cup of coffee in the morning now just to like get myself used to it. So um, also just a sense of confidence. I feel a little bit better because I'm like actually doing something to improve the way I like be myself. What are your, how are your resolutions going? Um, my resolutions are going good. <clears throat> um, I definitely have put some stuff into like place. Like I've, I'm already on the track to feeling a lot better about myself in a way where I just feel like I'm creating like really healthy boundaries and like really setting the stage for the new year and like my attitude towards just like doing more what I want to do just like being a little bit more selfish which I think is important like obviously everybody should strive to be a selfless person in a lot of ways but when it comes to your own like you always have to put yourself first because like I like to say you're gonna be with yourself like for the rest of your life you know friends come and go people unfortunately like are are not in your lives forever for one reason or another so you're like you just have to live with yourself you're like you're with the you're with yourself all the time so if you don't like yourself and you're not putting in effort and showing up for yourself how are you going to truly ever be happy you know so I feel like I'm really trying to get in that mindset and that's what I'm doing I might actually also start taking up like some journaling because I got this five minute a day journal book for my mom and I'm not really into that shit like I don't really believe in journaling if you do that's awesome because a lot of like girls who I know who have it together have journals and they love it but it's really not for me I've tried it like multiple times and I just feel like it's a waste of time but um I got one for Christmas so I figure like I might as well give it another shot especially with this new mindset that I have period she said eat pray girl boss period <laughs> I feel the same way about journaling because I like writing, but I don't like writing about myself. But I feel like instead of getting a journal, if someone gave me an iPad to play with, I would have the same amount of self-choice. Yes, and it would be the same effect, just different medium, (laughs) different device. (laughs) I wouldn't write. I'll just play with it in the pencil. Love that. I mean, why not? Give it a shot. But speaking of like our thoughts and feelings on certain things that a lot of people might not agree with us about. You know, we get DMs after DMs after reviews of people, like, not agreeing, which is fine because, you know, we're just everything we say here is subjective. Like, we don't pretend to know everything, and we definitely don't pretend that everything we say is objective. So today's topic is going to be unpopular opinions that Cindy and I may or may not have. We may or may not share, but it's what we have. It's what we think in our in our brain. Cindy and I were talking earlier and I just kind of said something that I don't mean literally, but I'm going to say it right now. And it's that men should shut up and they should pay. But I don't mean that for all men. I'm not trying to generalize. I'm not saying like, if you're a man, like you have to, whatever. Like I was on TikTok and I think for some reason, like my for you page from the past, like three, like a week has been men just bugging women, you know, like This one woman went on vacation by herself, went to go sit on a beach. She had her AirPods in. She was listening to music. She was kind of, like, by herself. It was early in the morning, and some guy came up to her and started, like, talking to her, sat down next to her. It was, like, super invasive. Apparently, he was, like, way older than her, but was really, really, like, flirting, putting on the heavy, you know, creepiness. And then she kind of had to, like, get away from him. And, like, some other girl even had to come up and intervene because he wouldn't leave her alone. And her comment section was in shambles. People were saying, like, 
Oh, but like, let's think about the situation. You went on vacation by yourself and you had both AirPods in and you weren't paying attention to your surroundings. Like, honey, I didn't want to say it, but now I have to. And I'm like, okay, hi, victim blaming. What are you talking about? Is nobody allowed to go on vacation by themselves anymore and sit down with their AirPods in? Like, I know a lot of men in my life who like to go on vacation by themselves or like to a tropical location by themselves and they can run by themselves, do whatever they want alone. And we don't hate on them because... Men aren't creepy towards yeah. men. You know what I mean? Also, unpopular opinion. Ha ha ha. I could never travel alone. Just because, like, what am I going to do? Laugh at my own thoughts? Like, I want someone to talk to, someone to hang out with. And I do respect people who, like, value alone time enough to travel by themselves. But I think like I would just lay in bed all day. Or I don't know. I like to experience things with people as part of my memories my memorias so i feel like i just couldn't i couldn't do it. like emily in paris because i just watched it for like the 10th time <laughs> she's like moved to paris like within a week she's like yep i'm gonna go and i was like girl like you didn't even have all your stuff prepared like i don't know going to another country where i don't speak the same language especially i would just have a lot of trouble with and people are always like oh i'm at the love of my life traveling alone oh, congrats that's nice i wish the best for you but it could I couldn't do that. I wouldn't even want to talk to anyone if I was traveling alone. I feel like I'd be scared. I completely agree. I would never go on vacation by myself. Uh, the thing is, is with girls who like want to travel by themselves, like, yeah, you do have to take precautions and yeah, you should try to stay safe, of course. And that's a main reason that I don't want to travel alone. But I think if you do end up taking that step, it's like, I just want to know why everybody in her comments was, was literally blaming her. And they were like, well, it's because you went on vacation alone and it's because you did this that this guy felt that he could come up to you. And I'm like, how about instead of teaching, like, I guess this might be an unpopular opinion for some people, uh, not us, but, like, instead of immediately placing blame, like, on the person it happens to or, like, instead of step one, giving advice to women even about how to be safe, let's make priority to talk to our men about how it's not okay to come up unprovoked to women and, like, start talking to them in a creepy way. Let's teach our men, let's give our men lessons in high school just like we teach our women that if you're gonna have sex you're gonna get stds and you're gonna get pregnant let's teach our men that if you sexually harass or rape a woman you're gonna get put in jail let's talk about that instead you know what i mean so that's a whole systemic issue that's like an education issue like a government issue but blow my mind because obviously i think everybody should be safe but like how are you not gonna teach how how is our first priority not talking to men i agree we put too much this is in general we put too much blame on women and this leads into another unpopular opinion that also comes from TikTok a little bit, but it's more of like an everyday thing. So you guys know, or you don't know, about Giveon, the singer, Giveon, however you say it, he sings Heartbreak Anniversary, if you don't know what that is. And he is, he was dating Justine Skye for over a year. She, I love Justine Skye, she's gorgeous. And she deleted all her pictures of him and like vice versa. So everyone's like, oh my God, what happened? So she went on live and talked about how she found out he was cheating on her with a bunch of people. And someone posted the clip of her explaining what had happened on Instagram or on TikTok. And all of the comments were saying, oh, that's her fault because she knew from his music that he likes to play girls. And she always dates guys that cheat on her. That's her fault. She has bad taste in men. And I'm trying to understand. In a situation when a man wrongs a woman of that degree, it is never in any way the woman's fault. That shouldn't be an unpopular opinion because you can't predict someone's behavior. As human beings, we're inclined to see the best in people. And maybe, just maybe, when you like someone, you don't think they're going to cheat. 
and I even commented that I was like, not you guys shaming her for his behavior. And I was like, but she should have known. She can't see the future. Him being a bad partner, him being unloyal, him being unfaithful is in no way and will never be her fault. That is entirely his fault and the blame should be on him. The shame should be on him, not on Justine whatsoever. So broadly, I think when men mistreat women or when guys cheat and the girl goes after the girl or texts the girl or says bad things about the girl, unless the girl intentionally did it, it is your man's fault. The buck starts and stops with the person who cheats. End of story, end of conversation. That might be unpopular. I think it is, but that's just my, my two cents on it. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Uh, to go even further on your point, when a woman stays in a toxic relationship, everybody uh, who doesn't even, like, people who don't even know the situation I'm talking about, like, people online, people on social media, acquaintances, people will, I and especially older people, will jump originally to, well, why are you staying with him? It's your fault at this point because you should have left. You should have left earlier. You should, you know what I mean? They really, really tend to go towards like, well, it's your fault for even staying with somebody like that at this point. And I'm like, or maybe we could flip that narrative and say, what if the guy is just like a douchebag and he's so manipulative 
that that could be like a prime reason why someone stays in an abusive or toxic relationship like have you ever thought of that it's so easy to say leave doing it is a million times harder and people don't really understand that until you're in it but trust me if you ever get in it you will eat your words so fast. Yeah, especially if it is an abusive relationship. Like, you can't just leave. That might not be safe for every situation. It sometimes has to be carefully crafted. Sometimes a woman might have a reason to stay. And, you know, you might not agree with it, but it's not your situation. So I think the way to help is not really to victim blame, because that is victim blaming. It's to switch the narrative, like, systemically and socially and blame the guy. Because it is his fault you know what i mean like she would not be in that situation like having an addictive personality is not a crime punching your wife in the face that's a crime so how about let's like kind of redirect that narrative it's not even just men like if the girl cheats it's the same thing to make it more about the act you know yeah physically abusive relationships do tend to be more like male on female just statistically but i completely agree you know just defining it as the act itself is really important as well because men as you know because they're so underrepresented people choose not to care when it's the other way around you know what i mean so that's a really great point you know men when and it's especially hard for men to leave because they have this whole new set of standards it's like oh you're a pussy you're leaving la la you know what i mean so that's actually a really great point it's supposed to be like de emasculating yeah um i'm eating a salad and i just put the salad part in my mouth and i literally gagged i don't know what kind <laughs> of tree this leaf came from but the tree is nasty. It tastes like Is diaper. it kale? It's like farro. There's like little beads in it. <laughs> it's so nasty. You sound like Jim Carrey right now. <laughs> it's so nasty. It's literally not funny. People eat salads all day. Okay, unpopular opinion. Salads are nasty. You will never, ever, 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 ever see me ordering a salad at a restaurant Unless one, it's a side, or two, I'm feeling extra healthy that day. But you will never see me pay $3 for a salad. Absolutely not. Sydney and I were at this uh, sponsorship brunch a while ago together. Um, and it was really cool. We got like, the, uh, I forget the name of the brand, but it was a really cool thing. They had like a little farmer's market outside. It was really cute. But anyway, Sydney ordered a salad because it, it wasn't it like a vegan place. So you yes, ordered a salad. And everything else was like, <laughs> no no sugar, no bread, no milk, no life, no nothing, no flavor, no seasoning. So I was like, fine, I'll get a salad. And yeah, she was saying how gross it was. If the it was most so appealing, on power opinion number 75, if the most appealing thing on your menu as someone who owns a restaurant or is a chef, if the most appealing dish on your menu is a salad you should not be a chef because you can't cook baby <laughs> salads require no cooking you throw some liquid in with some lettuce and you shake it and you have a salad i will not be paying 30 dollars to something you don't have to cook exactly if it doesn't hit the stove is it really worth over 25 dollars? no is it worth over it should be free you should be paying <laughs> me to eat the salad it's absolutely not i'm i could go outside and bite a tree and get the same thing yeah totally and back to the original topic i was saying like you know, so when when Sydney and I say stuff like men should shut up, men, 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 you know, it's it's definitely from experience, but it's also because of the stuff we hear like on social media. So I think what sparked this dialogue was like I was on TikTok and I was like, women should not be treated like this. And it's just so often and it's so and also like it's made to be where there are hardly any consequences if you do it. And I think that narrative needs to be changed. A narrative uh, like unsolicited attention male on female female on male i don't think it's 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 never good it's never great you know so that was definitely the point there another unpopular opinion that i wanted to talk about 
This is also something I saw on TikTok. And it was this woman saying that she thought, because it was, it was a stitch from another creator who was like, say one sentence and start a fight in your comments. Like, what's the most like controversial thing you can think of? Start a fight. That, like, your opinion. And so some woman stitched it and she was like, if you raise your children to ride or die be of one religion and you don't teach them that there are other religions out there and you don't give them a variety of choices when they get older to a specific age and if you force your opinions on them for their entire life and basically like force them to be um to like adhere to every single part of the religion that you grew up with um and if it's like a forceful thing she says that's emotional and spiritual abuse what do you think i mean i think abuse is a strong word very very strong word and i think by calling that abuse you're trivialized not you but like the person who said it is trivializing actual abuse because there are people who take religion to the cult level and there are so many documentaries that are so good not like just well done about religious cults in the u.s like joaquin phoenix who played the joker was raised in one of these cults and they talk about how religion is used in such a toxic manner to literally brainwash people that is abuse allowing or forcing your children to grow up in these religious cults like actual religious cults are that's spiritual and physical abuse or emotional abuse also but just because i think just raising your child in the church or making them go on sundays is not abuse because obviously when you turn 18 you're allowed to make your own decisions but i do think just as my own personal preference that people should allow their children to make their own choices or inform that there are other choices, you know? I'm so glad we agree on this because I was, it, it's a really touchy subject, you know, like that word abuse and, and you know, words also like gaslighting and, and um, narcissism, like those words, those uh, labeled words are thrown around a lot. And in a lot of times it's not, I think, in the appropriate context. And when they are used in, a dis- in an inappropriate context, I think it really undermines people who actually go through like the literal term of abuse. Um, however... I know I'm not really spiritually inclined. I'm not, you know, I grew up Roman Catholic, but I haven't gone to church since I was, like, 12. But, like, I was one of those kids who, like, obviously my parents were both Roman Catholic and they went to church every Sunday, so I came along with them to go to church every Sunday. And they never really taught me that there were any other religions, and I found out really the depth of under-religions, like, in high school. You know, and I don't necessarily uh, consider that abuse. Do I wish my parents maybe would have been a little more, like, choose your own path or the don't take the bible so literally I, I do i wish they would have kind of brought in my mind within my own religion absolutely but I, they didn't abuse me do you know what i mean like so that i guess is my take on it so my elementary school is pr- primarily jewish and then i went to an episcopalian high school and then i was raised southern baptist with my mom and roman catholic human roman catholic with my dad so i was not around a lot of religions and like at my school we were forced to take bible we had to take theology we had chapel weekly and all etc etc but i kind of appreciated theology from a historical standpoint because you know i'm really into history but i think also i'm a strong advocate or believer it's also an unpopular opinion in the idea that you can't vehemently oppose something unless you understand it I think a lot of people say like, oh, I want to, I want to change the world. I want to change the laws. I want to, I want to change this, that. I think until you understand that thing and all of its nuances, you can't change it. Because how can you change something you don't know? So that is my big thing on that. Like, how do you, I hate something you don't even know anything about. 
which I think a lot of people, not just religion, I mean in general, you know? So that's why I liked to take oral religion courses. I thought they were like interesting to hear about from a spiritual and historical standpoint. And also I want to know what is out there to believe before I make a decision for myself, you know? That's how I feel about voting. And Sydney and I also talked about that this week. A lot of people, Sydney told me, do you know this exact statistic? Because you were telling me a certain percentage of people in America can't even name like the three judicial or the three branches of government. It was around like one fifth, I think. Yeah. Think about it. Like if if I ask my family right now, this is like basic, basic stuff. Name the three branches of the government. Number one. Number two, name your state senator or just one representative from your state or senator and then name who your district representative is for the state legislator most people cannot tell you those five things you know so how are we supposed to have a democracy that fully functions for the benefit of society if most society can't even understand what they're voting for like bruh if you ask people what kind of voting system we have they probably wouldn't be able to tell you and not to shame them because a large part of it isn't their fault it's our education system doesn't yeah. prepare you for that. But I think that classes like government or politics should be required for people in high school and in college so they can understand what they're voting for, you know? Just like how we have to take, like, why am I taking a class called the quarks? I don't even know what a quark is, but it's required. It's like about physics. So why do I have to take that? But people aren't taking cl- classes on how to vote. Who are you voting for? What is a vote? What is a politics? You know, like that just is mind blowing to me. I completely agree. I think it's like a two pronged thing. I think you really hit the nail on the head with education. I think there should be easier access to education about this thing, like how to draw lines on a Pentagon. Like I'm never going to know that. I'm never going to have to do that equation again. Like (laughs) that was not even a real equation, but see how much like math did not help me in high school. So I'm just saying that like with things like that, that are kind of in in my unpopular opinion, perhaps uh, what people consider traditional subjects, like the math and extreme sciences, like (laughs) physics and the math. math. See, see, this is my whole point. I don't know anything about math. And I think that like those things that most people would consider traditional subjects are actually way more niche to one's professional field. I don't really necessarily, I think like a basic understanding of those fields should be requirements and should be gen eds because that's just like basic knowledge and it contributes to common sense. Like how to do your taxes, how to calculate tip, like people need to know that stuff. And that is a big part of math. But the more advanced stuff I learned as a freshman in high school. Yeah. And like what are taxes, how to pay taxes, how to invest, like how to budget like that. Yeah. How to take out a loan. How to write a check. Girl, I wrote a check and didn't know how to sign it. And I was like, why haven't I taken this money out yet? I was like, oh, I didn't sign it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. How to mail something. Literally, things are so basic. There are day-to-day functions people have to deal with that we don't learn. Yeah, so I think basic access to those forms of what I consider necessities, you know, like literally basic education, I think should be way more easier to access. Prong one. And then prong two, if you don't know the basics, why are you voting? You know what I mean? Like, what are you voting for? Like, your vote counts. You know what I mean? Like, why did Trump win? That's like people that are like, <laughs> His people that are like, oh, I hate Trump. People are like, oh, I hate Biden. Oh, I hate Obama, blah, blah, blah. My favorite thing to do is say why. Like, give me five, 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 three specific examples or reasons why you do not like X political figure. And you're not allowed to say because they are of this party. You can't say because my parents do or anything racist. And please, that was my 
favorite thing to do in high school is people like, I hate Obama. Me, why? Them. Well, he's not born in America. I was like, you, (laughs) it used to make my brain literally sizzle. And I was like, who told you that? And they're like, oh, my parents. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Daily Wire, Fox News. Um, yeah, totally. No, and it's great. I once got in an argument with someone because I was saying how much, um, they were saying how much they hated, like, the Green New Deal. And I said, name three things in the Green New Deal. And they yep. couldn't do it. And I was like, so why do you hate it? And they were like, I don't know. Yeah, like, whatever. And I'm like, hey, like, did you, did you vote in the last election cycle? Because, like, I'm genuinely scared for you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Speaking of our education system, did you see that interview with Candace Owens and Donald Trump? Baby girl, baby girl. Why would I do that to myself? It was like a TikTok like meme because Candace was trying to steer Trump and she was trying to lead Trump and be like, um, like, oh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't they were they weren't just sucking each other off. Like Candace was literally like, oh, yeah, like the Chinese virus and fuck China. Like she was being all awful. And Donald Trump was like, did you know that China's education system is way better than ours? And did you know that countries who actually quarantined have lower rates of uh, COVID than we do here in the U.S. because you, we didn't wear masks and now new variants are being cooked up among people who aren't vaccinated? And he literally said that, Trump. And Candace was like, 
Yeah. But what about China? Like, it was so embarrassing for Candace Owens, which is saying something because she was going up against the big baby. So I know what you're talking about now because I remember her defending Trump in that interview for getting vaccinated. And she was like, it's because he's old. I was like, isn't that so funny, though? Like, yeah. I literally I was cracking up. I was like, oh, you tried. And she was still like literally guzzling his asshole after that, too. Like she was um, still like, yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And what about the Chinese? Like, it was so... She just looked so stupid. I just, like, don't know how people can say things like that. They're just so incredibly racist and not feel anything from it. It genuinely scares me. That's all, like, my favorite is the interview between Tommy Lauren and... Okay, another unpopular opinion. Ooh, you can see my deodorant. Is that you should be able to have a conversation with someone you disagree with in a respectful manner. Like, I think that's, like, like bottom line. And that's why I love, oh, I love Trevor Noah, hubby hubby. And part of that is like, just watch his interview with Tommy Lauren and the ability for him to ask her questions that debased her argument, but in a respectful and calm tone made it that much more powerful. And I respect him so much for it because imagine like sitting across from someone who is saying that people who look like you shouldn't be upset about how they're treated in this country, whatever. It's basically what she was saying. So his ability to debase that argument in a respectful and calm manner and get his point across without being insulting to her was very powerful in my opinion. I think we should do more of that. We should learn from him. Absolutely. I always say that I think everybody should have an open mind and accept um, a dialogue that doesn't necessarily agree with yours to the point, and this is like the main problem, to the point where it starts like offending that other person's like literal livelihood or like, to the point where the other, where, to, to the point where it gets violent, to the point where it gets offensive, to the point where, and offensiveness is also really subjective. So I think that's another really hard part in creating like an open dialogue. And I think that's why the United States is so bipolar right now. <laughs> bipolar, polarized. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't stand it. <laughs> it's the reason. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm going to go to bed. It's the reason why uh, the United States is so polarized right now is because like, you either aren't accepting of like an opinion that doesn't match up with yours or you literally cannot get your opinion across without being literally offensive to another person's livelihood. Okay, three, three, three points to that. Do you really believe what you're saying slash fighting for that passionately? Like, are you educated on the topic? Number two, or do you just really want to argue with someone? Like, do you just like, when people are arguing, for example, against Black Lives Matter, I just want to ask them, okay, explain to me what Black Lives Matter is. Explain to me why you don't like it. Explain to me an alternative, etc. And I think people just want to fight. They just want to argue. Like, there's not even a reason behind it. And that's what's so frustrating to me is that if you could have an educated conversation about a subject, it would be so much more constructive towards an understanding between two people and to kind of grow our knowledge on something. They're just like, ah, 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 fake news, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. liberal, ah, ah, snowflake. Like nothing you're saying has any meaning. What is a snowflake? Okay, like, wow, you really hurt me with that one. I know what you're talking about, you know? So it's just a bit stuff like that, you know? Yeah, if, if you call me a snowflake because like I'm sensitive to topics that like literally affect people, yeah, call me, you know. Yeah, like, woo. Like, I'm already a cancer. Like, I, okay. Like, what, do you, what else are you going to say? I'm a Leo, and all I care about is myself. So if I'm a snowflake, then <laughs> I think that's a really big accomplishment. No, I'm just kidding. But so for the last part of this episode, before we wrap up, 
I thought it'd be really cool if we did like a kind of a rapid fire um, unpopular opinion session uh, where we don't really talk about deep topics as much, but we just go into like the more frivolous things and talk about whether or not we agree with them. And I know Cindy and I are about to get in a fight with like a lot of these. (laughs) I am ready. Here's the first one. True or false? Friends is the worst show to have ever existed. So that's considered to be an unpopular opinion. So do you agree or do you not agree? False, there's worse. <laughs> I say false because I love Friends. I mean, like, there's no point to it, but, like, it's a nice, mindless thing to watch. I just like Phoebe. Phoebe and Joey are very funny. They make the show. Love it. Okay, next one. Sorry. Beyonce is highly overrated. False, and whoever said that should literally <laughs> I completely agree. Literally cannot stand people. Uh, when That's another thing. When people don't like Beyonce or, or like, literally any top female artist, I'm like, Why? And most of the time, it always goes back to the fact that they're literally female. Yeah, it's giving hatred. It's giving jealousy. Literally. (laughs) Okay, number three. Harry Styles is the least attractive member of One Direction. True or false? So false, it's not even funny. It's Louis. In my, in my, in my, I think they're all attractive, but in my humble opinion. I think it's true. I do not think Harry's attractive. That's because you don't have good taste in men. (laughs) Sarah likes what the like they're in the AV club. But like four grades younger. Okay. You've never understood the Harry Potter obsession. True or false? True. False. Bippity boppity boo. Bippity boppity boo. Falsity, false, false, false. I love Harry Potter. I will spend billions of dollars at Orlando. This girl went to the Harry Potter store, waited in line for like three hours, and got a cookie. <laughs> a cookie. It wasn't even like a, it wasn't even a fancy cookie. It was a sugar cookie in the shape of a hat with some broken chocolate on top. And then she left it in our pantry for like four months. Straight. That's true. I literally didn't even eat it. That's really embarrassing. <laughs> but I love the Harry Potter series. Okay. Next one. Putting a period at the end of a text message adds aggression. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah. It's targeting. <laughs> I think so, too. Whenever, like, we're texting and um, we put a period accidentally at the end of our sentence, and if you don't literally correct yourself and you're like, oh, I didn't mean to put a period there, I literally think you're mad at me. <laughs> literally. Punctuation should not exist in text. Agreed. Totally agreed. Okay. And the last one. Airplane seats should not be able to recline. You Okay. If my tray table is in my bra, you need to move your seat. You absolutely need to move your seat. I should not be able to smell your hair because it's in my head, you know? Like, it should be able to recline, like, a little bit. But if your head is literally in my lap and I don't know you like that, you need to move your seat. <laughs> the amount of times... It's always, it's always men. On a bus, when I, like, was on a bus from Philly to New York... I've had to ask people to move their seat up because their chair is literally in my vagina. I'm like, how do you not, how do you not smell me? Like, how do you not smell my perfume literally like in your face? What's wrong with you? You know that you're in my mouth. Sometimes I'm just like, you weren't going to move if I didn't ask you to, right? You weren't going to move, weren't you? (laughs) You Then then you ask them to move and they're like, ugh. Baby, if you want to recline, buy this seat too so you can recline into the seat. Thank you. <laughs> and it'd also be like on a bus that's halfway cleared. And I'm like, if you want to take a nappy nap and literally touch the chair behind you, go up a row. Like, don't. I'm literally here. I'm behind you. Do you see me? Ooh. And they don't think you're going to say anything. And then I say something and they're like, oh, sorry, I didn't even notice. And I'm like, you're a little liar. Crazy. 
All right, you guys, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to our unpopular opinions. If you disagree or agree with anything we said, please DM us, argue with Sydney. She's ready for it. She's going to be a fucking lawyer. Uh, We love you as always. Make sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, or iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're also on social media on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Crying in Public Podcast. And we always love to hear from you. So shoot us a little message, say hi. Congratulate Sydney on getting into one of the most prestigious law schools in the country. Love you guys. Goodbye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.